All right, guys, Solace Meds, they've got some incredible deals going on right now. If you're not familiar with them, Solace Meds is one of the premier dispensaries right here in Colorado. They've got four Colorado locations, one in Fort Collins, one in Wheat Ridge, one off of Broadway, which is just blocks from the DNVR bar. And like I said, they've got some awesome deals, some banging deals this month. Cinco de Mayo, buy three, get one free on the entire store, plus an additional 20% off when using the code DNVR20 at checkout. Mother's Day, buy three, get one free on the entire store. Same with Memorial Day, uh, buy three, get one free. Also, 20% off all Glacier Concentrates. They got tons of other deals. Stop in there. Remember, use code DNVR20 at checkout to get 20% off your entire purchase. Again, Use code DNVR20 at checkout to get 20% off your entire purchase. You can also buy online, solacemeds.com, S-O-L-A-C-E, meds.com. And remember, use code DNVR20 to save 20%. And this is awfully loud for an empty bar. We might need to turn it down. If there's nobody here, you might want to turn it down and ask them to turn it down. What is up, everybody? And welcome into the Losers Lounge. (laughs) What a disappointing one, man. Um, Nuggets fall in ugly fashion to the Lakers. Really ugly game. 93-89. Good news. If you watched Friday's show or Saturday's show, you knew the lock, the pick of the week, was to take (laughs) the under. The under hit. The under was actually uh, even lower than I anticipated because we thought LeBron would play. And it still hit because this was the this was one of the ugliest games in NBA history. It was brutal, man. What a terrible game. I feel I feel awful. I don't really want to be here. I feel just gross. Feel gross. Yeah, I feel like I feel like game. like maybe taking a shower or something. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, this was one that even had the Nuggets pulled this out and won would have felt weird. Yeah. It would have been like uh, like are we excited about this? Uh, I don't know, but yeah. you know, you take a win. Nuggets could win, but they. Uh, but they drop. There's a lot to get to, but fortunately, I'm with my homies. I got Harrison Wind over here. I feel gross. I just want to go <laughs> take a shower. Like I, I, don't, I don't even know what to say. Um, it's, it was such a weird game. It was an ugly game. And yeah, you got the jolt of energy at the very end. And you're like, wow, this would be an incredible like MVP moment, I feel like, for, for Nikola Jokic if they were able to pull it out. But there were a couple plays, which I'm sure we'll talk about, that, um, that prevented that from happening. There, there's going to be a lot to talk about. I got D-Line over here. Very, very sour mood D-Line is. I'm in a sour mood, guys. I'm not uh, I'm really feeling it. I might walk off this show. Is that cool? <laughs> <laughs> I, it would be understandable. <laughs> I got Superstar Dev, who wasn't even around tonight for the game, so I'm curious to see. Are you also feeling, feeling sour? Just, it just was not a fun night. <laughs> it, was it was not, not a fun, fun night. But the, also, Monday. even with it not being a fun, like there was like not a lot that's like, I feel like you could take away things from the game, but that's not the Nuggets. That's not even the Lakers. That was just a game. Well, it was just a game. It's interesting you say that because I'm not so sure, and, and we're going to have to maybe debate this a little bit later on. You know, the Lakers, very good defensive team. Denver, people don't know this. This is why I picked the under. Denver has be- evolved into a defensive team because g- g- Lord knows there's going to be mm-hmm. nights like this offensively given the guys who are healthy, <laughs> less healthy now than they were <laughs> two hours ago, sadly. But, um, you know, so I, I thought it was going to be a defensive grinder, and that's what it turned out to be. But Denver was especially, I think, ugly in this game offensively. What stood out to you the most? Yeah, I mean, besides what happened late, the story for me tonight was Michael Porter Jr.'s game. Yeah. And in the first half, he goes one of four from the field for three points, zero rebounds. It seemed to me like the Lakers were just really focusing on him. Whenever he was coming around those Jokic DHOs, like there were two guys on him. They were pressed up into him on the perimeter. And we were talking about that's got to be the formula. Uh, against the Nuggets, and I feel like we'll see good defenses enact. And the Lakers are the best defense in the NBA this year. <laughs> Avs, good news. Avs just completed an insane come as the Avs an march absolutely on to the Stanley ins- Cup. insane come. They were they were yeah. as bad as the Nuggets tonight. Can't believe we almost had two great comeback. I would have felt good. You know what? This reminds <laughs> me. I would have felt good. I know. Damn it, Nuggets. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but MPJ's night. Like it seemed like the Lakers took him out of the game a little. In yeah. the first half, zero rebounds. Like, he just wasn't yeah. in the game. He wasn't locked in. And he had a, a pretty ridiculous second half after that. He finished with 19 they points. They came in bunches, it felt like. Yeah, but, yeah. a big fourth quarter. Um, so, I feel like that has got to be what we see from good defenses going forward against this team. You focus it on MPJ. You try to take him out of the game. You live with other guys hurting you. Jokic is going to get his. But, I mean, other than that, 
like, what do the Nuggets have? They don't have many options. Yeah, I, and I feel like you know there was a lot of a lot of times during the the last couple seasons where it was Yoka's good almost every single night. But the team would go as Murray goes. When he was bad, it was almost like, man, the Nuggets probably aren't going to win if Murray's just not there. If he was medium, you know, okay, they're probably going to win. If he was great, it was, it was great. Michael Porter now steps into that role. When he's not making shots, you look around and you go, well, who are we expecting to step up in his place? Gordon, Ooh. Dozier, uh, you know, Composo, like right. none of those guys. Gordon Glasner. Gordon Glasner stepping up? Stepping up. Hitting us for the super chat. Oh, hell yeah, yeah, man. Only the real ones super chat on a loss. Yeah, we've got a couple. <laughs> know, we have a couple super chats. Has he replaced Byron? Has he replaced Byron? He might have replaced, Dude. but we haven't seen Byron in so long. Calling it out, us. Byron. It's going to be... <laughs> Oh, man, this, you're not letting me know this. I didn't even know. My, my apologies, it's gonna Byron. Be, uh, yeah, Byron homie. comes back still and like uh, Jamal Murray before him. Is it still, <laughs> is it still Byron's is chat? Is it still Byron's team? <laughs> we don't know. Um, but I, I, I've been waiting for a team to sort of key in on this because I don't think you can stop Jokic. As evidence tonight. I mean, yeah. they put a lot of effort into stopping him. He still had a good, not great night, but a good night. And... But I do think you can stop Porter. Where he's at in his development, he still has, you know, obviously holes in his game. And tonight, being physical with him, putting so much attention, just having body. They have a lot of good defense. There's a reason yeah. that the Lakers are so good defensively. And I think that's the blueprint for beating this version of the Nuggets team. Like, if Jokic goes off, even if Composite, all those guys go off, if you can, if you can stop or limit MPJ, then you're probably going to force Denver to 83 points or whatever it is they had tonight. What do you think about this, Dev? I think that really is more so about with every other team, even when the second unit and, and the other guys don't step up, you still have the two best players in the league, in, or not in the league, but just in, in a game in Michael Porter Jr. and Jokic. Uh, tonight, no one else stepped up, and Anthony Dav Davis had a really big game. And that's when you start to realize that those other guys are going to have to score. Like, at some point, they're going to have to score. Yes, the defense is, is, is going to win you, like, a lot of those games. But against a team like the Lakers, who, who are wanting to play that type of game, it, it played right into the way that they play. And then the physicality, of course, um, with how they guarded uh, Michael Porter Jr. just really opened them up. So I think a lot of what the Nuggets are played to the strengths of the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah, plus P.J. Dozier goes down. Like, mm. MPJ, yeah, MPJ was invisible in the first half, sadly. He was getting locked up by Kuzma, which is the worst thing I could, I've ever <laughs> said in my entire life. <laughs> P.J. Dozier goes down. Jokic um, still scores, what, 30 points, but he was didn't have the best night himself. I mean, I mean, 32 points, but it took 28 shots. Yeah, he was, I mean, he was... Uh, he was a little off by his standards, mm -hmm. and it's hard to fault him. I mean, he was really trying to step up in place of literally any other nugget. He just couldn't get anyone to come along with him. Like, there were guys that had, like, good little stints, but people were just missing layups, and I don't know, man. Rough night. Yeah. Man. Um, you know, he did get 32 points, but, yeah, that's 28 shots, man. You make him work for him, and I thought he missed just so many uncharacteristic yeah. shots. And I think here's the thing on Jokic. And I think he does a better job of this in the playoffs than he is in the regular season. But the, the word is really just get physical with him because he's a finesse player. We know this. It's hard for him to draw shooting fouls. And if you're established uh, referees, this is how it is across all sports. This is not a complaint. If you start the game physical, either refs are going to call it right away and all of a sudden it's going to be a really whistle, you know, whistle heavy game. Or they're going to be like, oh, okay. This is where we are. We're playing this level of physicality, and we're going to allow it. And I just think that's what you do. If you're the Lakers, that's what you do. You get physical with them, hope the referees are going to allow it. And tonight they allowed a physical game. I thought a fair game, but a physical game. And and then he's going to have to work extra hard for that. And if you know the kickout shots aren't there, if Denver's only shooting 25% from three as they did tonight, you're going to have an ugly offense. Yeah, and then you get physical with them, and then in the fourth quarter – in a clutch moment, game on the line, Marcus All is really physical with him in the post. Two-handed shove in the back. That looked like a foul to me on the floor. See, I, a lot of people are going to complain about the Faku play, and we're going to talk about them. That one to yeah. me was the one where I was like, man, I mean, it's just what is he supposed to do in that moment? He got knocked to the ground, yeah. and there was just a, and he had to kick it out. But. Yeah, it's a foul. But um, Jokic was very engaged with the officials tonight from the jump it felt like very yeah. engaged hey that's a win for the lakers though yeah. and look i don't mind it now because there is this difference between but that's a thing and i'm pretty confident that the, come the playoffs he's not going to be like this but you're right he's talking to the referees that means the defense is doing their job in my yeah. opinion there were like five it's a or fair six, critique of you five or six plays tonight where it felt like somebody his own teammate a lot of times like jumped into him 
<laughs> like right, yeah. prevented it from getting a rebound. It, it was it was a weird night at times, and then he had, he had a great close, but yeah, yeah weird but night. That comes that brings me to my point. Like, is it something about the Lakers that gets into Jokic's head where he's starting to like get into the reps? Like he's not playing his normal game because he feels like he's going against the Lakers as well as the refs because that that was something that that he did in the playoffs as well it's like he knows they're going to be physical with him but also he can't be physical back because he get the foul calls or yeah. he's not getting the foul calls like on on offense so I, like is there something about when he pl- like plays the Lakers does he prepare for that like aspect of the game I, I think it's just the size I mean you know Anthony Davis has the size physically we saw him grab that big rebound that was one of the biggest plays mm-hmm. of the game over Jokic, yeah. you know, they have big bodies. Andre Drummond's obviously one of the biggest dudes in the league. Marcus Gasol's a big body. They just have, I think, the horses to do it. Last year it was obviously uh, Dwight Howard who came in the game just to do exactly what he did, which is goon it up. Yep. Um, so I think it's more that than anything. But maybe it is. Maybe he does have a thing personally against Lakers. I don't know. <sighs> yeah, I, 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 it's so. <laughs> I've so known tough. you for so long, and I know this feeling. I know this just, like. It's just so tough because. You know, I, I hate that we have to look at and, and have to sort of uh, dissect Jokic's performance because really, I mean, Jokic did everything that should have been required to sure, get a victory. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, say, for example... It's not uh, fair, for sure. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, I, I, I know, I'm just saying, like, say, for standard. example, I don't know, like, um, Anthony Davis wasn't hit with a 12-gauge shotgun that was fucking yeah. composite, fouled uh, in such a disgusting fashion that just wiped that three-point shot off the board that MPJ cashed. Um, I know. It sucks that he actually hit it, and it had dude, no effect on yeah, the play. Right. Like, I mean, this, game but, was, this ended up being a four-point game. First of all, great great flop by, by AD, but it was a foul. Like In my opinion, yeah. if you, there is an I angle agree. of I it. it Faku clearly was trying to make just a little contact with him. AD sold the contact by going all the way to the ground, but it is a foul. That's what you're supposed to do. Um, and so, Michael Porter so hit the, and it just sucks because it didn't it 100% did not affect the play it yeah. was just it, but it did affect whether or not the point counted um, Aaron Gordon tonight was interesting because I actually thought his defense was fin- phenomenal yeah. was. On, on Anthony Davis and you look at the, the plus minus he was a team high plus eight the best by by a pretty comfortable margin he had four block shots and assists six rebounds this is two games in a row where I felt like <laughs> he played very good defense against mm-hmm. whoever was his crowd. And it's funny because Anthony Davis has not been good since he came back from injury, and this was easily his best <laughs> night. But I feel like that wasn't necessarily a, a, like yeah. against Aaron Gordon. That was Gordon did a great job. A great player made some really big plays. For sure. Uh, By the way, and- you've lost the chat. That's fine. They, you, uh, that's saying, why I don't read the chat. You're just saying that was a foul. You lost the chat 100%. No one agrees with you. Well, well look, this is what Faku does. He plays all of the Sorry. margins. And that is a play that, like, why, you know, it sucks to get called, yeah. but it's you have a high-profile superstar <laughs> selling the contact and he didn't perfectly. Need to do it also, and he just didn't need to yeah. do it. So I mean, I'm sorry, he'll get called for that a lot. That's that's the point. Is if he does that again, he'll get called for it as well. Yeah. No, I thought Gordon was great defensively, and you you made the point he did it against the Clippers too. Like that's back yeah, to back opponents. I needed to see that to be honest. Yeah. No. I feel for sure. satisfied. Yeah. I mean, they brought him here to defend Kawhi Leonard. They brought him here to defend Anthony Davis at yep. times. So that was very notable. I mean, that was a huge takeaway from tonight. Offensively, I just have always gotten the feeling, especially since Jamal Murray went down, that the Nuggets want more from Aaron Gordon. But it's tough because he's just not that offensive player. Can't right. And it's funny. He hit the first basket of the game tonight. That's right. That post-up. <laughs> Fade away, which made some money for Eric. I don't know how it went in. Hell yeah, dude. he uh, went one of six from the field after that, and yeah. you know he is at his best. He can really get going when the Nuggets' offense is really in a rhythm, and it just wasn't tonight. And, yeah. and he's not able to get going if it's not. So not surprised that the Nuggets put up eighty nine points and he struggled. Yeah, like I'm not surprised that that's how, how the game flowed. I know that there's some people that's like uh, upset. You know, not upset, but just like wondering why we're high on Aaron Gordon and I think it's more so the fact that he's brought in for defense he was not brought in to the Nuggets to be this offensive guy or to to be in a role where he has to do it on both ways he's doing what he what he came in to do what he was brought in to do and that's defend at a high level which he is doing would you like him to score more points yes I mean everybody would um but that's not his job that's not what he is and if he steps out of what he is then he becomes hated even more. He's right. not in here to do his job. So he's doing his job 
And it's on he, – he does need to step up offensively, but it's on other guys to, to fill their spots and do their job um, with him. He, he has four blocks tonight. And um, one of those is on Anthony Davis, which is hard to do. Yeah, very Blocking rare. Anthony Davis' yeah. jump shot. Yeah. That's hard it just to do. just doesn't happen. Yeah, he was brought in to do a job, but then, like, the job changed. Like, he was supposed to be the fourth banana to uh, Jokic, Murray, MPJ. He yeah. was supposed to be the, that – uh, defensive anchor to help out those, you know, three scores. And like, yes, now that he's in a position where we want him to score, like, yo, that guy cannot shoot three pointers. Like, he can't shoot. He can shoot. Like, he can make shots when he has that little turnaround that he does in the key. Like, that seems to go in a hundred percent of the time, and nothing else goes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he was great defensively down the stretch. I mean, the Nuggets held the Lakers to four points over the last like four and a half minutes of this game. Yeah, he yeah. was great down the stretch. And it's funny he only played twenty five. I mean, some of this was because of foul trouble, and that's going to always be a tough thing against Anthony Davis in particular is he draws a lot of yeah. fouls he's a really good player and and he's Aaron Gordon is giving up a lot of inches to, to have to guard him especially when you talk about just reach because Anthony Davis has those long arms so it's going to be hard for Aaron Gordon in a potential playoff series which becomes much more likely now after this loss sadly but it's going to be more difficult for him to to stay out of foul trouble but when he was out of foul trouble the Nuggets were doing very good I thought maybe I'll win the chat back here. Oh. Keep you updated. Ready, chat? I thought Composite was great tonight. <laughs> that one oh. foul aside, but but I thought he was great and was check. one of the main reasons oh, why. Yeah. Was, oh, am I back? <laughs> You're back. <laughs> are we friends again? Or are we? Uh, am I out? Um, but just defensively, I mean, look, it is a, a testament to him how much everybody hates him. It's wild. It's crazy, man. Like, I remember we watched him play. Was it the first preseason game he ever played? And we were thinking. Is this guy going to be able to do this for oh, the right? entire and regular he season? He has. Yeah. It's exactly what he's done. It's awesome. I love watching the guy. Five steals tonight. Like He's just everywhere, man. I, I have so much respect for him. I really do. Yeah, when it came up on screen that he, he had five steals and that was his, his career high. Like that, The five steals was not surprising. The career <laughs> high was surprising. Like, yeah. I swear like to he God, he had five steals every game he plays. And not only is it five steals, he just makes so many disruptive plays yep. where the whole yep. defense gets like taken off. He's like, it looks like he's playing dirty at times just because he <laughs> alters the entire game. Like, just everywhere. He's going under people. He's grabbing every single like bounce pass that comes. You can't even bounce pass against him like at all. Yeah. Like it, I mean, it's the low gravity, but he's just he's everywhere on on the court at all times. Um, and then he also just steps up when you need him to. Like he really is just like a calming force that just knocks down shots. He, he did that that right to left hand finish that was mm. it was sexy. Oh, that was that was, was sexy. sexy. Mm -hmm. that we was needed that sexy. at the time too. Yeah, yeah, like he just he just knows like what to do and what he needs to bring. So that's <sighs> that, that's great to have. You know that three point shot would have gone in too had had Anthony Davis not, <laughs> blocked, not it. blocked it. You know that it probably was like, well, yeah. he had hit a big. Uh, big three, a couple minutes before. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, he, he's nails down yeah. the stretch. So he's nails. Like, he is nails. Uh, AJ came on and said that clutch is not a thing, but I don't know, man. When it comes, <laughs> when it comes to Faku, like yeah. I, clutch is a thing. He's man. not scared of the moment, and he's not intimidated by whoever he's playing. He he could care less about who he's playing. Yeah, and he held up in this game. I mean. You know, the Lakers are like the Nuggets right now, missing key players, but also just missing the scoring parts of their key players. Yeah. And so they're just like Denver. They have their defensive players. That's why they're they yeah. still great defensively, but they need guys God. to make shots. And they made one more than Denver tonight. Um, all right, Kale, you say we have a lot of super chats. Let's get to them before we hit our first break. Are you mic'd up? Can they hear you? Yeah. Uh, can they hear you? Oh, okay. so we got to read this. So, you're, so they're, we're quiet, and you're going, ah, <laughs> in the background. not helpful. All right, go for it, Eric. Uh, let's see. Do I need to super chat to get the salty referee take out of there? Oh, here we see. Uh, we did there. enough to put this one within one possession. It was taken away. You're right, Jordan. Yeah. You're well, right. then again, I mean, the Nuggets didn't get that rebound on that Taylor Horton Tucker. Reverse that, layup that missed, and then an even wilder reverse layup that one in. I didn't yeah. know we can call that a layup that missed. Like, what was the that? 360 <laughs> spinner. Oh, my God. He did <laughs> spin disgusting. that. That was the most disgusting. Yeah. It is sucked that that got rewarded. That it hit just enough of the backboard Dude. that he could, like, walk over there and get It's just like, come on, man. I mean, that's how the game was, though. I yeah. mean, and, and if you really want to get into it, we're going to talk about Austin Rivers in a little bit. But great defense on that possession. Then just stops. Yep. And if you watch it, if you there's, I think Chris Herring posted the clip on Twitter. 
if you watch it, he just kind of stands there and watches. Taylor Horton Tucker keeps playing, and that was that was the difference in the game. the game. It's kind of frustrating. I'm sure he'll uh, he'll, he'll he'll be kicking himself for that one. Yeah. Um, the, but by the way, the salty referee thing. Look, guys, they're bad calls in every game. Tonight, I thought there were some calls that frustrated me, but there were also calls that went Denver's way that I was like, oh, mm-hmm. got lucky on that one. Yep. So uh, I don't. Uh, to me, I just don't think there's any point in blaming the referees on this one. What else we got? Without LeBron, if you swap. Uh, I'm having a hard time seeing this if one. If you actually. swap teams, Jokic and AD, who's better? Can Lakers you up would be Can, the Carol? ideal defensive juggernaut around Jokic. Good thought experiment. So if you swapped Jokic and AD, he's asking, uh, who's better, Nuggets or Lakers? Um, I mean, I think that AD is more suited for LeBron. Is that what he's asking, or is he saying without LeBron? I think with LeBron, with the current it, teams intact. AD is, is more tailor-made for LeBron. I mean, Jokic does a lot of what LeBron does in terms of setting the table and running the team and, yeah. and this or that. So <laughs> to give him, I mean, look, it would also be awesome, LeBron and Jokic, but I think AD is more of the guy that fits yeah, with Nuggets the Nuggets would not be nearly as good with But AD. that's not less that's about the LeBron. value of the player and more about the fit of the player, in sure. my opinion. Um, What else? Should we hit a break? And then on the other side, that way we, we get set up, Kale? Sure. All right, we'll hit a break. We'll get to these super chats on the other side. We also have to talk about PJ Dozier going down tonight. We have to talk about Shaq Harrison, Austin Rivers, and JaVale McGee ring night, and he gets a lot of minutes. Was that the right call? I don't know. We complain when he doesn't play. Then he plays. What a tease. And then we we complain. All right, guys. Check out the Mile High City Copper Lager from Breck Brew. It's a great beer to sip on during games. You can't. It's got that Nuggets Skyline blue can, the Nuggets logo on it. You can pick it up at the Breck Brew Farmhouse. If you've never checked out the Breck Brew Farmhouse, awesome spot. Great food, great beers, of course. It's huge also. It's like a whole freaking compound. It's also uh, gorgeous. It's a really yeah, cool place. Really cool place. So uh, check out the Mile High City Copper Lager. You can also get it from your local liquor store as well. Uh, also at StravaCraftCoffee.com, you guys can save 25% off your first purchase when you use the code DNVR25. The code DNVR25, save 25% off your first purchase at StravaCraftCoffee.com. StravaCraft Coffee packed with CBD, which has been known to help cure long-term migraines, back pain, arthritis, tons of other aches and pains that you might have. Uh, it's how I start off every morning. Oh. Just a warm cup of Strava Craft coffee. And look at Harrison. And look at no, me now. No stronger. 30 uh, and thriving, <laughs> someone said. No stronger endorsement <laughs> than just the image of Harrison. Uh, use the code DNVR25. Save 25% off your first purchase at StravaCraftCoffee.com. Yeah. Um, all right. So we'll get to PJ Dozier now. Oh, actually, no. We got the, we got the super chats. You going to read them to us now, Kale? <laughs> I think I see your levels going. Well, you could bring up the other one. We could read it while we wait for the chat to re- respond to you. They're always 20, 30 seconds behind us. Okay. It says, I would rather have lost to any other team than the Lakers. Than Lakers. So Laker annoying. So- All my mentions like the just in the Western Was finals it, conference. Well, did, did you guys see on Twitter what Anthony Davis was yelling after this game? We're back, yeah. We're back? Yeah. Dude. Interesting. Interesting. Well, honestly, here's the worst part about it, honestly, is this could be an emotional springboard for the Lakers. I mean, they yeah. were they were in hell coming into this game. You know, <laughs> they were struggling. So yeah. that's that's maybe my fear of this one. I don't oh, know if that's disgusting. true. Because I, don't, I, don't, I don't know that I'm buying it, but... God, is there anything good that came out of tonight? Like, <laughs> every, every one of these topics makes you want to goddamn uh, throw I up. saw Matt Moore on Twitter... Dunking on Composo, so that that good. Oh, oh wait, cool. that's not good. I actually think it's that MPJ was taken out of this game in the first half and rebounded with a yeah, pretty true. good second half. That's great. True. Yep. The other positive is that the Clippers win was way more important than this game anyway. You think? Yeah, I think so. I, well, what's funny is that we don't know. Like, we'll find out. Like, <laughs> Denver being the three, the four, we don't know it, what's best. I do think, look, um, yeah, we'll talk about it in a little bit, maybe the matchup. Um, but I agree with you. Like, look, the Lakers are honestly the antithesis of Denver, of the Nuggets in every conceivable way. The only way they're not the same is that all of the Lakers fans keep moving to Denver because they hate their city. So that's, that's, <laughs> the, that's the only difference is that, like, 25,000, 50,000 Californians keep moving here every single month. Um, all right, how are we doing there, Kale? I have a mic now. They can Alrighty. hear me. 
All right, let's hear it. What's the next one? All right. Love y'all. Denver didn't execute until late. LA had some pretty controversial calls go their way. LeBron be damned. They're beatable, but cooler heads need to prevail. Hope PJ is okay. Go Nugs. Yeah, like it. There's some positivity for you. Yeah. Look, well, Denver well did battle. Well I mean, the one defining trait of this Nuggets team, like the people that haven't been watching them, they haven't been winning pretty anyway. Like they've all been ugly. They almost got another ugly win, but that's because they are a tough team mentally and, you know, that they they keep fighting and that yeah. they honestly they were down 16 17 or something right. and i was like ah it's over and they keep back and gave me hope so yeah they're they're nothing if not resilient they yeah. i mean that's mm-hmm. they go down three one they win very easy they, team to root for they, man. i mean they really this is just the hallmark of this team is that when their backs are against the wall they come out swinging they you know this got brought up a few shows ago but like when they needed to win almost every game going down the stretch to make the playoffs years ago they they did that they got themselves they just always answer the bell um it's just whether or not they dig too deep of a hole early on which you know in this one they kind of i mean they they came out a little sluggish stayed in touch got a got a lead and then just kind of like fell apart man and let me guess the third no second actually no. Uh, you were close though <laughs> um all right what else from Ray. Ray. Do you think this presents an opportunity for Zeke Bull or Vladko to get an opportunity at minutes given they have some potential <laughs> as floor spacers? All right, so Absolutely we have to not. so we have to talk <laughs> well, we have, let's let's talk no. about well, it. Well, we have to talk about PJ Dozier going down because he went down now and it, I mean, who knows if it's a major injury. They listed him as questionable. Makes me think maybe it's not as bad, but maybe he misses a game or two or three. I don't I don't know. Here's what I will say. Denver might have to cut Marcus Howard. Because there's no way they are going into a game where he has to play 20 minutes. In my opinion, I mean, right. I'm not I'm not trying to be mean to Marcus Howard, yeah. but I can't envision a scenario in which they say, "All right, next man up is this this one." Like you already have Dozier, or I mean, I'm, you already have Faku. I don't see Marcus Howard. You might have to cut him and sign somebody else. Yeah, but maybe this uh, this pushes Monte Morris to come back sooner. Than That's they also have bad. To. <laughs> I um, hope not. Yeah, well, I mean, which is not it's not bad, but it's not good. But at the same time, Monte has said he's ready. Like he's he's hinted yeah. at being ready. Um, maybe they were just being cautious because they were winning games. But now if he's forced to be in that spot, he's like, okay, I can play. Like, I'm yeah. ready to play. This is my opportunity. So hopefully it comes to that situation rather than Marcus Howard having to play or them having to cut Marcus Howard to get somebody that still is not going to fill any voids. What's funny is if you pull on this thread, let's say Monte comes back. I guess he just comes off the bench. But because – I don't think you start Faku and Monte. You can't go. Those two guys just can't share the court, I don't think. I don't think. They're probably too small. Yeah. So that means you have to create duos. Which one gets Shaq Harrison? Which one gets Austin Rivers? It's kind oh, of man. like, you know what I mean? It's it's not exactly a natural hmm. fit. I'd say you'd have to go Monte and Shaq. See, I, I think it's the other way. I, yeah, think I, you probably keep, I think you keep starting Faku and just for uh, until Monte gets fully back. And then that means you need to put probably uh, – Shaq next to. Faku. I was just thinking about pairing the best shooter out of those four with the worst shooter. That's what I was yeah. thinking about. <laughs> so the original super chat asked specifically about Zeke Bull and Vladko. Do you guys <laughs> see a path for any of those guys? Maybe because I don't know if Denver can sign and clear a guy between now and Friday, Wednesday, and so that means you're going to have to move everybody up. If, if assuming again Dozier can't go, you might have to play him. Yeah. Losing Dozier would be crushing. Like crushing. I, I know all these injuries have been crushing, but now I mean PJ Dozier's playing an enormous role. This, for this is so dumb. People are. It, it did suck hearing the announcing crew tonight keep talking about the Lakers and all the injuries they've had to endure. You're like, guys, literally yeah. have a ten day and a two way playing Shaq Harrison off the street, and yeah. he's like, and they're gonna have to go get legit. another one. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna have to go out and find another guy. You know, playing in Europe right now, or or playing in some pro am. God, who are they going to find? I want to hear some suggestions. Jamal Crawford. I kept thinking it's going to be Jamal, Jamal Crawford. Crawford. <laughs> who else are we talking about? Gerald Green. Oh yeah, Gerald, Gerald Green. Green's out there. Gerald Green's out there. Uh yeah. So I don't know. But anyway, to answer your question, absolutely. Why not throw one of those guys out? Who would it be? <laughs> Probably going to be Vlasco because Malone. I, I, I would, would say be. it's not going to be Bull. Yeah. I'd say he'd be last on that yeah. power ranking. Zeke might move up and play some three. It is hilarious. You have players in your team that, like, even when everyone gets hurt, you're like, oh, God. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, we got to get some new people. <laughs> I'd probably say Vlatko, but I would probably go Zeke. A lot of people saying I'm Jeremy Lamb. guy. Jeremy Lamb. Oh, Jeremy Lamb. Jeremy Lamb. Jeremy Lamb. Jeremy Lamb. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, maybe. Hey, whatever. <laughs> Guys, we're ready whatever for the answer insane. is, it's like we're so yeah. late in the we're season, in the middle man. Of insanity. Like, make it, let's make it insanity. Yeah, you not? never know. Uh, all right, what else we got? Lots more. Oh, God. Okay. Sorry. People are in the super chat tonight. I'm yeah. with it, man. I'm with it. it. You guys are the best. <laughs> 
This one says, we share your sadness in Argentina, too. Nuggets International Nation. Love you guys. We love you, Argentina. We love you, man. Buenos Uh, Aires. Oh my God. Some Milanesa. These, these got put Milanesa. out of order. Oh my, I'm losing my mind. Sharing all of my Sorry, knowledge. Really, Body uh, Loche, the big go. lake. You guys know the big la- the big town of the lake? You guys Ooh, know. You guys, I don't have to tell you stuff. about uh, Body Loche. That, that meant milk and spam. <laughs> all right. <laughs> this, leche, leche. Leche. <laughs> this one's from Trent M. Is Anthony Davis part baby giraffe with how often he often he inexplicably falls down? He has to be at least 30% Trent, baby, Trent baby giraffe. 100% baby giraffe. Not part baby giraffe. I mean, honestly, if I'm... I'm stepping outside of my um, all-encompassing hatred of the Lakers for a moment and saying, I don't want to see a guy get hurt. And I hate the fact that his Achilles is tight and he goes to the side and massages it and wants to come in. Because I don't want to see this, man. I don't want to see a guy get hurt. I feel like he's on the verge of... I do too, and a I don't want to say injury. it because I don't want That's people to think I'm a hater. Like tonight, like I, I was nervous for him. Tonight. I was nervous for him too. Anyway, they teach you when you're big and you have injuries. They teach you to fall. If you ever watch Joel Embiid, he falls more than anybody else. But it's because he's actually practiced falling because you want to take Rat the fall. you take the the damage off your knees. I felt like Yoke was on the ground tonight way more than usual. He had it's like a physical game. Three man. or four plays where he he falls over. He never falls over. It, it was physical. it was jarring a little. Yeah. All, All right, right, let's keep it two rolling. more to hit. Okay. <laughs> Sorry if this isn't Mr. Positive Vibes, but I'm convinced okay. the Nuggets will never be allowed to get past the Lakers. Please talk me out of it. Well, Jesus, that right? When he, he prefaced it with like this might be a downer, I'm like, okay, I'm ready, and then he just went to the most downer of all. <laughs> <laughs> um, we can't talk you out of it. <laughs> yeah. It really seems we're, that way. We're to Nuggets us against too. Lakers in the playoffs. Oh, and eight all time, I think it is. I'm oh, telling you, maybe. Uh, <laughs> You have to resign yourself to the fact that the battle is always going to be the, you know, the 300 to quote that famous movie. You guys remember that? There was yeah. 300 on one side and there were millions on the other. I don't know. I snuck Maybe. into that movie when I was I like 16. I don't know what the actual story is. There could have been hundreds of thousands. movie that Adam knows no details. Well, I know, it, I know it's called the 300. Anyway, you it's have actually to, called three. I don't think there's 300. A I, love, I love that movie too. Yeah. Right. It's a great movie. Anyway, if this you're Sparta, when you sign yeah. up to be a Nuggets fan, like that's what you're signing up for is the the yeah, like the, insane odds. Like, is it, no, look, first of all, f that. It's Sparta won. That's right, right. But and that's why I'm saying f that because I don't I don't buy that. Is it true that the Lakers are gifted every advantage? Ja Donda even put this out like what a disaster it would Dude, be. That, what a what a crime it would be if the Lakers the were horror. to. That tweet made me so so angry. Donda's one of the good ones that. too, man. Like what are you talking about? I know. Well, he's ta- he said that's what I said the pregame show. He said the quiet part out loud that this that we, league that is if we designed. Don't have the, we don't have the Celtics or the Lakers. It means the playoff system is. is yeah, it means it means something wrong would happen. So disgusting. To become a fan of the Nuggets means to accept the absurdity of it, and that's what you have to do. But guess what? We got a guy that has broke. We have a guy in Jokic who's beaten every single ceiling. He has crashed right through it. So maybe he'll crash through that one. Speaking of which, we've got a super chat uh, coming in saying, Soup's chat, these shows always lift the spirits. Y'all are the best. Hey, man, that's what Yo, we're here for. This is, this is the therapy. That's our homie. This is the therapy session, We're helping man. each other because, by the way, I've, I've never been worse than I am right now. Man, JaVale, down. JaVale, <laughs> McGee, JaVale McGee got a ring tonight. Um, it was a Lakers ring. And he, I, th- my theory was that's the only reason he played tonight is it's like, I'm not going to make you not play on ring night. What do you think, Dev? I say yes and no. I think that Malone understands. And like any coach, I think they understand that there's going to be more energy and more effort when you're playing against your old team. Um, and I feel like he did bring that energy. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> would, would I have gone with him? I would have gave Millsap a try, you know, also yeah. because if you're going off of physicality and you're trying to match them, there's a guy that you have on your team that's also an enforcer. Maybe you play them alongside each other where you have energy and two guys that are like that big. Um, I think McGee had like a pretty like good game. It didn't match what was out there. Such a um, I, I don't think it matched what was happening, but I think that giving them a chance on this night was pretty big or pretty good for him. I don't know. I feel like a reason JaVale McGee was brought here was to play against the Lakers. Yeah, yeah it could be. And their yeah. size and their length. So yeah. I wasn't surprised that he played tonight. I, I had always had him penciled in for rotation minutes in a potential yeah. playoff series against the Lakers. And Michael Malone said before the game, they were preparing for LeBron James to play. They were preparing for Dennis Schroeder to play. So I think this is what Denver want to throw out with its front line. That's yeah. just me. I don't know. I think that you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Like that's the whole thing is that the Lakers are a big, big team. So you have to bring in big bodies to counter, at least like to 
match up against them. It, it, Jaleel McGee is so hilarious. Like, yeah, he had a weird game, dude, though, man. He, he played. He, he had the most exhilarating moments, and then the most just. He had a lot of energy, like the as Dev said. Yeah, he's like picking the ball up and kicking it at the exact same time, like doing the mo- like <laughs> that was a bad play. Doing things, doing things you're like Faku generated a like 99% steal, and he like goes over and kicks it out. Of bounds. You're like, come on, man! Faku like, just did big. like he like really did everything he could <laughs> to generate this opportunity. And Javel just goes, oh, so Oops. brutal. He in the second quarter. I think led the Nuggets in scoring with eight points. Yeah, he was yeah. the third leading scorer tonight with ten. <laughs> he also was the third leading shot taker, which just kind of tells you how bad the offense was yeah, tonight, man. how clunky it was. Yeah. Um, Austin Rivers tonight is an interesting one because he played thirty-three minutes and took just three shots. He made just one of them, zero for two from three. He continues to just look like a guy that's not going to. I mean, I, my hope for Austin Rivers as a shooter now is that he continues to miss shots until the playoffs, and then he just like has games where everyone's like, "Are you effing kidding me?" Yeah, man, like Austin Rivers, I was 100% out on. Then I heard the interview he gave, 100% in. Yeah. But then he was talking about how he hadn't been playing for two months. So I yeah. was like, all right, like I'm going to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. Honestly, I mean, he obviously has just been not making any shots since yeah. he signed up for the Nuggets or put the Nuggets uniform on. I have to think. I mean, I've witnessed him make shots before on the other team. So <laughs> I, I, I think it's possible. Like I, I have to assume it is. But it, it it's not it's not look it's not looking great at the moment. He does other things that are not you know that you can be you can cite his defense. You can cite the fact that he runs the floor from time to time and is that floor general. But my God, it'd be nice if he could make a goddamn basket. One um, of the things that we talked about with Aaron Gordon was him coming in to do what they brought him in to do. I feel like Austin Rivers does not do the thing that they brought him in here to do. Like they need scoring. They, they need a person that can score the basketball. He's not even shooting the yeah. basketball. Like yeah. he's not even doing the things that they need him and want him to do. And then especially with him leading a second unit that doesn't really have much other scoring, like going for them. It's no surprise that the second unit can't score. They don't have a scorer and he's supposed to be that guy for them. He gets an opportunity. You got to take shots, even if you're missing them. Like you got to be aggressive. You got to put yourself in positions to score. And he's like not using his God-given abilities of speed and just getting to his spots or just making a shot because he's not deciding to shoot the ball. So it's it's awkward. God seems to have taken those abilities back. Yeah. He touched the space jam ball. (laughs) But but on, on Rivers, to Dev's point, I think you made a good point there. Like he came in here, he tried to fit in, tried to pass up good shots for better shots, tried to play in the system. And now it almost seems like he's lost some confidence in that jumper. And he's at the point right now, he's going to be on the team for the rest of the season. He doesn't have to impress and fit in on a 10-day contract. He's got to start expanding his game and giving Denver some offense. But now I wonder, because he just hasn't been able to hit from three, if he's losing a little bit of confidence there, because he's still passing up those same shots that he was passing up in his first and second games with the Nuggets. And down all these guys they need him to shoot those i honestly didn't feel like he i didn't i'll have to go back and rewatch there's like one or, one or two tonight it was but like one or two i didn't feel like I, I mean look the lakers did a great job of staying into all of the defenders all of the shooters for denver and all of them the couple of them that there are it's <laughs> ever has like three shooters and austin rivers is one of those shooters even though he's like five for 30 as a nugget but um you know, it's just tough, man. This, this is a tough it's game. Tough. This is a tough game. The Lakers are be tough, and I think we'll, we'll take a break here. Actually, we have one more Super Chat, Kale. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun one. Are you reading it? Super Chat donation to get Ariana to perform an exorcism on the injury <laughs> bug lurking on the Nuggets. Do it soon. I don't think she does exorcisms. It's a little that, aggressive. I like that all mysticism. That's more like a priest. I wouldn't even be on that show. Yeah, I don't understand what type. We would definitely have to do that show, and and if there was a buffer period in the schedule, like no games for a couple days. Ariana's a good witch, you guys. She's the best. She's the best witch. Like we can't ask her to. You know, I don't. I don't know if we can get that done. Although, you know what? Hit her up on Twitter. She's great. Um, she's actually been hilarious lately. Let's take a break. On the other side, we are going to get Brendan Vote reporting live from the Denver Nuggets locker room. I can't wait to see. Actually, he'll probably be right here, and he'll he'll share those stories (laughs) with us. But before we get to that segment, I want to get to are the Lakers a bad matchup even in this hobbled state that they're in hobbled state the Nuggets are in as well is there are they a bad matchup we'll talk about that in the final segment another great tease 
Right. Man, I'm, I'm curious to find out. Teasing yeah. everybody. Teasing. Uh, a lot of us here at DNVR, we go to Green Mountain Dental Group. Some of us have gotten our wisdom teeth pulled, gotten cavities filled. Whatever type of dental work you need, they're your guys. Check them out today. You will get a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam at Green Mountain Dental Group, located 15 minutes from downtown Denver. They're great people. They care about you as a customer. They're always checking up on you after your visit. So check them out today. Get a free Sonicare toothbrush, top line electric toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. Also, DNVR listeners, you guys can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code DNVR at manscaped.com. Manscaped.com, use the code DNVR, get 20% off, also get free shipping. I've got to recommend that perfect package or a performance package. (laughs) You get that travel bag, most underrated thing at Manscaped. I just used it this last weekend. Very versatile. Yeah, very versatile. Take it on trips with you, keep your stuff clean, keep your stuff uh, water resistant. It's great. It's yeah. great. Uh, yeah. You, it's a $39 value. $39 value. I can't even believe that. The bag alone? The travel bag. $39 value. I'd pay at least $39.99 yeah. for that. Yeah. At minimum. Uh, you get that with uh, the perfect package or performance package. Use the code DNVR at manscaped.com. Get 20% off plus free shipping. And also, if you're listening to this show, you're probably paying too much for your car insurance, oh, for your home insurance, potentially. Not because you listen to the show, but just because you're yeah. like most people. Right. Maybe you're tuning in for the first time. <laughs> I'm sure there are people listening or watching this show that are now saving a lot uh, because of Gabby. Gabby.com slash DNVR. Uh, it stands for Get a Better Insurance. Uh, so, yeah, get a better insurance with Gabby. What you do is go to Gabby.com slash DNVR. You plug in all your current insurance info and they run your numbers against 40 of the top insurance providers. They tell you where it can save money. Okay. Uh, it's awesome. D-Line saving a lot of money. A lot of us here at DNVR yeah, are saving a lot of money. You, know, you do you save a bunch of money you know, and then you, you know what you do? You buy one of those Manscaped travel bags. Yeah, Ooh. get the travel bag. <laughs> I guarantee you'll save at least $40. Yeah, you'll, you'll save $39. So you yeah, get the travel bag. Um, Gabby customers actually save $961 oh, per year on average. I have, I just did the math. That's like a hundred travel. A bags. lot of travel bags. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of perfect packages for Manscaped. Uh, they also never sell your info, uh, so no annoying spam or robocalls. Put your policy to the test like we did. Get a better insurance with Gabby. Totally free, no obligation. Go to gabby.com/dnvr. Gabby.com/dnvr. Um, I see somebody in the chat give me an idea. Uh oh. Who was it first? Sign Manu. Give him a 10-day. Oh. Manu and Faku? Manu and Faku. You know what? Let's just go full just lead all the way in. Let's just do it. Come on. Holy smokes. Can we sign Nikola Jovic? Look, Manu, I know know Manu has been out the league now for a little bit. He's probably, but Manu's like one of those dudes that is going to be in great. You saw Michael Vick and his, he ran the 40 and, it, Manu's going to be like that, where he just is going to look lean and in shape. I'm sure he's 80. watching. There's going to be Manu. fist fights every single day. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't Verzhal just get picked up by someone? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know if that was real or No, fake. really. I thought that something weird would happen there, too. All right, before Brendan joins us with the, the lowdown on the, uh, from the postgame, I got to ask the tough the question, guys. And I don't want to ask this one, but I have oh, to boy. ask it. Eric. What? Are the Lakers a bad matchup for the Nuggets? Oh... You I can mean, just add an cert- exorcism, man. They've certainly proven to be. I mean, it's hard to say otherwise. Like, they, Jokic seems to have a hard time because he's fighting more physic, like more physically in the post, yeah. and he's working much harder uh, for the points. He's still, I mean, he's, they're not shutting Jokic down, but they're making his life a lot harder. Um, somehow, Kyle Kuzma and MPJ. Like, I'm getting boils while saying this sentence, <laughs> but like, Kyle Kuzma is giving MPJ problems. Um, I mean, I you know obviously, it was this tonight was a game. It was just basically a one basket situation. Like mm. this really could have gone either way. But um, I think that the gap is closed. But you know we don't have LeBron. We don't have Dennis Schroeder. I I, I don't know exactly what it looks like. But I mean, I, it's not a great matchup for the Nuggets. Yeah. I'll say that. What do you think, Dev? I think that the Lakers are just fit to counter everything that the Nuggets have. Uh, they have a. I mean. The Nuggets are centered around their big man, and they also have a very talented big man that's like really good defensively, but also can score and take over games as well. But then they also they're willing to slow it down with you, and I think that that's where the Nuggets 
catch a lot of guys our teams off guard is because they're not a team that's going to go out there and score a lot of baskets or, or even want to and the lakers are okay with that they're like yeah. we're not going to push the tempo we're not right. going to force you like out of like any that's actually what we want to do and i think that when when they do the exact same thing they're like well i don't know what to do now and then also that second unit I think it's just two second units that just don't make sense. The Lakers' second unit doesn't make sense. The right. Nuggets' second unit doesn't make sense. Like, there's not scoring going on. There's not anything. It's just kind of just wasting time until the um, starters or the guys come back. Um, I just think that the Lakers – and then they're also – they're just battle-tested. They know how – like, it, it seems like when there's big punches that teams hit them with, they know how to respond to those type of moments. Um, no matter who's out there on the floor, they, every game is – a big game for them uh, while the Nuggets have to get up for a nationally televised game. So, yes. Yeah, I think they're a tough matchup. And the teams that the Nuggets are going to run into the most trouble with in the playoffs are really well-coached teams that can put together really good defensive game plans. Yeah. And the Lakers are going to be able to do that. Yeah. Frank Vogel's a good coach. They've got really good defensive personnel. They play defense the whole regular season. They're the best defense in the league. They came in with a really good game plan, I thought, tonight and executed it and bothered Denver and took them out of their rhythm for really the first three quarters, it felt like. So, yes, the Lakers are a problem for Denver. I think, you know, the Lakers are just so good defensively. And I think Denver, if you even think back to last season, you know, I think Jamal Murray ran out of gas in that series because he obviously was great and he struggled in that one. But I think that Denver couldn't score last year. Yeah. Their defense was actually very good. Game one, Jokic gets in foul trouble. Game five, same thing. Like there, there were things that happened at the beginning and end of that series. But the middle few games, Denver wins one, should have won one. AD has that great shot. It, those were defensive slugfests that Denver did a good job of containing. A fully healthy AD and LeBron at the peak of their powers, they did a good job against it. They just couldn't score, right. keep up scoring. And I think the addition of Michael Porter Jr. and sort of the addition even to Michael Green and some of the moves around the periphery, you think, okay, they should be a little bit better offensively, but now those pieces are gone, <laughs> and it's like now Denver's back to being a defensive team. So to me, the Clippers, offensive team, Denver did a good job of stopping them. Dallas, I think Denver will do a good job of stopping them. Yep. But if you go up against the defense and becomes defense on defense, it just I think that's tough. So because Denver just not yeah. going to score. Like last year, we were thinking about man, what would a healthy Will Barton do in this series? Right. Like he would have been a great yep. third outlet for for Yoke and Murray before Porter had really ascended. Now it's like, what would a healthy Will Barton do? What would a healthy Monte Morris yeah. do? What would a healthy, healthy Will Barton like a top option now? Yeah. This, this is like so. I mean, this season is just setting up for us to have a lifetime of questions. What, <laughs> what if this hadn't happened? What if this hadn't happened? Oh, I hope what not, if this man. hadn't it's happened? It's going down a dark well, path. I mean, it's just, you know, whatever. Uh, I don't know. It just is. Even uh, even if somehow we achieve the highest possible achievement, it, it's still going to be like, what would this have looked like with Jamal? Well, I'll tell you what. And, and Jokic, I think I'm curious to hear what he had to say about this game because I do think that he could have been better in this one. As great as it was. And look, it's unfair. He had 32, 9, and 5. He was, uh, you know, probably the best player on the court, even with AD having a, a one of his better games, um, you know, of recent so, but the burden is just so high. If they're going to guard you like that on the perimeter and push out, you got to go for 40, you got to go for 45. And I think tonight was a night he almost did. He could have. Um, you look at the three point shooting, he goes one of four. And you scroll down, Mark Gasol had a really hot night. He goes three of four. Mm. So, you know, it's just those are the margins. And I think Jokic can win those in a playoff series, but he's going to have to do it at the best level he's capable of. Michael Malone had a quote a couple games ago where he was like, Nicola's got to play great for us. Michael Porter's got to be great. Yeah. Like there's such a slim margin for error right now. And um, like tonight you saw Michael Porter, not great. Denver looked like they were going to lose this game by double digits until he kind of came alive in the fourth. So yeah. they need really, really good games from everyone. Um, yeah. And look, the Lakers were without LeBron tonight, but they're still a really good defense. Oh, man. All right. It's tough for these guys to score. Right All right. Now. You guys want some positivity? Yes. Two things, please. The Denver Nuggets just clinched a playoff spot. Yes. Hey, we're not going to the play-ins. Yeah. We're not going to the play-ins. Let's go. The play-in is out. Play anyway. Losers. Who goes losers. To go to the play-in. Dude. Uh, definitely hoops. not teams. Hoops amongst us. Hoops amongst us. Um, but here's another thing. Another little piece of positivity. If the playoffs started today, and they do not, the Nuggets would match up with the Mavericks in the 6-3. And guess what? The Clippers and Lakers would match up in the 4-5. Mm. Dude, I need this in my life. How do we make this Clippers, happen? A Clippers-Lakers first round would just be... 
Oh, it'd Perfect. be incredible. It'd Every, be incredible. Everybody wanted it so bad last year. Let's give it to them right away. They had just to wait so it. long. Let's yeah, just like, stop why, making why, The battle for LA. Let's get it over with. The battle for LA right off the top. You know what? It would be too good. It would be too good. So there's a little positivity. I feel good. A Nuggets Mav series. I like the sounds of that. Hey, I really do. Honestly, Nuggets really Mavericks and then a chance to play against Phoenix, that's that's two great outcomes. Can't you know? ask for anything they, better than that's, that. They're both going to be tough, but Holy uh, but I kind of like it. Are you enjoying this, Harrison, this constant watch? like The, the, the standings right now versus yeah. 24 hours from now, no idea. could be right. completely different. Every day it's going to be this Well, way. that's why everybody's coming at me on Twitter all day like, oh, do Nuggets want to lose this one? Do they want to like send the Lakers – down like do they want to put the lakers against the clippers in the four or five it's like i still feel like it's too early for that stuff because yeah. stuff is going to shift stuff is going to change the priority would have been to win and yes push the lakers down to the play-in but there's still some games left anything can happen i do have confidence that the nuggets who are the best playoff seed manipulators of all time <laughs> if there's a chance they'll get the matchup they want if it's on the table oh uh, there's a chance and they will do that <laughs> yes, Absolutely. lock it down <laughs> Kill, lock it I, I hear Yoke's, Jokic and Brendan vote speaking right now they will oh, be done one on one one on one a personal phone call <laughs> uh, no but but Jokic is giving his presser and of course Brendan vote is is there um handling that he'll be here in just a second but to bounce around real quick former nugget RJ Hampton tonight had himself a little bit of a game. 16 points, 7 rebounds, 10 assists, 1 steal, 2 blocks. Wow. That's a, a near triple-double for the Rook. I got to say, warms my heart. Do you feel the same way, Dev? When you, are you watching R.J. Hampton out of the corner of your eye just being, like, rooting for him? Yeah, just because, like, there's no, like, spurning at all. Like, how he left was on good terms. Loved. And he had like, such good things and to he, say. Yeah, and he, he loved the Nuggets organization. He respects the guys still. Um, you could tell he still wants to be a Nugget. Um, of course, you root for like a guy like that. It's just like all positive vibes with him still. It, you know how you have a coaching tree. There's RJ is part of the Denver Nuggets pros tree. prospect tree. Yeah. Yeah. He's part of the prospect tree. Like, yeah. So I'm out there rooting for him. And it helps I mean, that he's in the East. If he was in Portland or something. Oh yeah, it feels good. Yeah. But like, it feels like we could have used him tonight. <laughs> well, well, well I mean. who who knew we were gonna lose every guard? <laughs> We, like, we have known. so many guards. We'll trade we, we, a couple away. We were so arrogant. Look back. <laughs> even Tim Conley fell into it. He, was, uh, he didn't realize like why he wasn't looking ahead knowing he needed 15 to 17 guards 17 on this team. Guards. At least he was prepared. He knew he was going to need a lot of guards this well, year. But he didn't prepare enough. They needed at least six or eight more guards. The Nuggets just should, uh, <laughs> the Nuggets just should always send... Never trade a player to a Western Conference team again. I like always that. to the East. Like always that. to the East, yeah. And definitely not in conference or in division. Yeah. It's they, always they, been they in division. They do love to do that. They love to do that. Yeah. Maybe but R.J. Hampton in Orlando, Arturis in Chicago. That <laughs> wasn't a trade, obviously, but you know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm at peace with that. I'm at peace with kind of feeling good for Chicago and Orlando. As we kill a little bit more time here, can I air some grievances? Oh, boy. Please. Wait, wait. Can I play a little? Why is nobody talking about this? Yes. Is it your haircut again? It's not my haircut. I will get a haircut this week, though. It's getting long. It is getting long. Oklahoma City Thunder are losing in comic, comical, sure. Com comical fashion. In comedic fashion. Comedic fashion. Comedic fashion. Yeah, there it is. They're losing in comedic fashion. Do you guys remember the Trust the Process 76ers just blatantly tanking so Getting bad that the NBA had every night? This yeah. team is worse. <laughs> this team is somehow worse when they don't play Shea and Lou Dort, which they haven't been, you know, too much lately. It's the most egregious tanking I've ever seen in my life. And on top of that, they they showed you a long like a while ago that they were going to do it. They stopped playing all of their vets <laughs> like a long time. Where is time Al ago. Horford? He, he, yeah, where where, where is Al Horford? He's a prisoner over there. <laughs> like he's prisoner. still over there. He's probably just actually city. like in Florida or something, just chilling. <laughs> oh, yeah. Free Al, they told we, you, we, like, we hey, we're not him. we're not gonna do anything. We're not gonna try to win games. And guess what? They're not. They're not getting close to winning games. They're honestly they're getting beat to sleep every night. <laughs> it's funny that like we have the Adande tweet where he's like Oh, it'd be the worst thing for the league if the Lakers and Celtics don't make it. Meanwhile, you have a team losing by 70, and everyone's just like, it's fine, it's fine. But and they have 40 picks over the next three drafts. Yeah, but Poku's really fun to watch and talk about on Twitter, so it's okay. I'm just yeah. wondering what people well, are is, talking uh, this about is, uh, this. This is the, the legacy of one Kevin Durant. He got This is all the, Kevin Durant's got fault? Got to the mountaintop, left them high and dry, 
Russell West. Then they have like a comic pair, a comedic pairing of mm. Russell Westbrook and Chris Paul, and like all <laughs> these things that just make absolutely no sense. And w- then they're just like, "All right, fine, we're just going to get every draft pick available. What are we supposed to do? Everyone. We just have to lose." Yeah. Just, I mean, what's the point of having all these draft picks if they're high, if they're high up? <laughs> <laughs> um, it is like, honestly, it is like Hinky on steroids and just nobody ties. It's funny how much of a story it was when Hinky was tanking and like, he's got four top draft picks in four years. And meanwhile, this Oklahoma City team has every top draft right. pick for, for six years and everyone's just like, whatever. I've got to think. <laughs> it's funny how, how much it, things have changed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of LeBron going to Miami. Everybody's up in arms. And then Harden, Kyrie, and KD all go to the same place. And everyone's they're like, like oh, it's oh, pretty good. Pretty good plan. Yeah, pretty yeah. good plan. But, but Hinky gets to Philly immediately, just starts tanking. Like yeah. that's what he's known for out of the get go. Like yeah. that's the corner he's painted into from the first day on the job. Uh, Sam Presti ha- has built what should have been dynasties before. Yes, you know, he he, he's done it all. So I wonder if he gets more leeway because of that. Here's another question for you. So the Nuggets. I mean, let's forget the three four battle right now because I don't know that it necessarily matters. What matters is who they play, and yeah. we don't know if three or four is better. But if you look at the Lakers now are six games back. There's only nine games to go or eight games. Almost certain that they're not going to fall. So in a certain sense, win loss almost doesn't matter. You know, for the Nuggets, they probably need to win one or two more, which they're almost certainly going to do, and then it won't matter to fall fall below that. Does how does that make you now approach? this New York Knicks game. Hmm. Like, does this feel like an important game to you? Or do you feel like it's just like, whatever, just go out there and learn some things. I'm saying you got to win every game that you can so that you can gerrymander the league. So no. you ger- like you, you want to have the best possible um, hand that you can play. Right? Um, yeah. I think it's important because you don't want to risk going into like a tailspin to end the season. Yeah. Because the vibes are a little down right now. Um, After one loss, <laughs> yeah, but it, it was one of those losses but where this you're was like, like Ugh. demoralizing. Yeah, this was demoralizing. The, the opponent and like and the fashion. Can I come in with a take right off the bat? Right off the bat, off the top rope. Look, this is one's more demoralizing for for Us. fans. Yeah, and media I agree. Than the team. So strong, yeah. strong. Agree totally. with this. Totally. Fans Look, hate the Lakers. Yeah, like, the Nuggets are going to be a top four seed. They're going to be a top four seed. They're going to have home court advantage in the first round. It's incredible that they've managed to withstand all these injuries and lock in that top four seed, it's a loss. You know, I thought we'd have more of these, but we haven't. It's one loss. All right. Vote. How did it go there? Not bad, guys. Not bad. Uh, Let's just get into it because I know it took a while. Uh, It always does now. (laughs) Michael Malone on Composito's late game offensive foul. I definitely considered challenging it, but that's where I trust my coaches who are watching the replay behind the bench. They felt it wouldn't be overturned. It wouldn't have. It wouldn't I, I'm telling you right now, it would not, not have been way. overturned. And also, I don't, I'm sure you guys don't have tell hit, Argentina. They'll I'm kill sure you guys have hit this, but they had a timeout left, and that very easily could have been consequential. Yeah. Um, I think it's more important to hang on to that timeout. I agree. Uh, on the late run quote, I was happy to see us kind of start playing with some urgency to give ourselves a chance, but I just didn't understand why it took so long. I thought we played hard all night, yeah. but it was an uncharacteristic game. Yeah, I and I know that this. sounds like a weird sort of splitting of hairs. They played hard, but um, they didn't play with urgency. But I feel like somehow he's right on that. You know what I mean? Like it, it just felt like it took a little while for Yoke to to kind of hit like this sort of MVP mindset and and Porter to sort of hit that mindset. Who was who this game more important for, the Lakers or Nuggets tonight? Well, the Lakers. There's no the doubt Lakers. about it. Yeah, and it looked like it. And, and, that, it and like that's it. what I think he's kind of hinting on. Is We're like, back! Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> That you could feel that this meant something to them, where it was with Denver, it was like, you know, who was the Lakers? Quick, a quick aside. Can I take you behind the curtain a little bit? Dev gave his seat to Brendan. Uh, he's not hanging out after He just went home. Yeah. <laughs> he had somewhere to didn't even say goodbye. He just <laughs> left. Dev is like Jokic. You can't speed him up or slow him down. We'll move leave. on. Malone called Mark Casal um, a difference maker tonight. Might have yeah. said the difference maker, but I'd have to listen back. Um, Michael Malone. Yeah, I didn't like how he played most of the night. Too little, too late. Uh, Malone on PJ Dozier. No official update. Uh, he is in decent spirits. Uh, quote, I don't know if this team is cursed. We've got to bring in some kind of high priest. Bring okay, in so we owner. actually oh. talked about this Damn it, Maybe show. we do need to bring in <laughs> Ariana. Ariana, like, they're in L.A.? Oh, That's where she lives. Wow. Um, by the way, Malone said groin. The team is saying hip. So it's hip. Take that what you will. So that, um, I can't, we should know by now, but one adductor or abductor, right? It, it it's just, yeah, out, just it guess in, it, a hip. It starts with an A and it ends with an R, probably. Uh, um, by the way, we have a doctor on the show for pregame on Wednesday, so we'll, we'll, we have a new. We didn't even 
when we planned him, we didn't even know we would have a new injury. He's to got talk a lot about. to talk about. <laughs> so we did, there's been plenty of doctors on the show. Dr. Wind, Dr. Hodges, <laughs> I've seen all of them. In the first half, guys, Porter didn't get a lot of shots up. I thought Denver was trying to, though, and L.A. did a great job of sort of blowing yeah. up those dribble handoffs, those cuts. So Malone talked about that. He said th- uh, they're game planning for him, mm-hmm. and that's great experience for Porter because that's going to be his life in the playoffs. Um, so I agree, yeah, I especially agree. with this team where it's at. I 100% agree about that with, with, with MPJ, but it's good for him. I, I'll tell you what, I think he's built for it. It might be a learning curve, but he's ready for it. Uh, some quick ones from JaVale McGee. He said he was locked in on the task at hand, wasn't worried about the ring. Um, and he said on a championship team, there has to be a next man up mentality. Everybody has to have that next man up mentality from stars to role players. And you have to be ready for that time when they're not playing, they have to do their work. That moment might never come, but you got to be ready. Um, how do we live in a world where JaVale McGee is dispensing wisdom? (laughs) He's got three rings, I and, know. and he was asked. No, I know, man. Trust me, I'm <laughs> I with don't you. Know, it makes no um, sense. I'm just, I'm segueing here. He was asked about that third ring and if it feels any different to him, and he said yes because quote through the whole season I was the starting center on an NBA championship team, and I just feel like that title adds some value to the ring. And then he joked, but the then ring, he wasn't a starter. No, um, never, and then never he joked the ring feels a, a pound or two heavier. Um, so yeah. I'm sure yeah. everyone wants to hear about McGee's yeah. Lakers, yeah. Right? Lakers yeah. Nikola Jokic on the Faku call. Uh, all right, so Jokic on Faku, quote, we had a chance. I don't think it was a big deal just to play. I think the main problem is we didn't shoot well. Me f- <laughs> me first. Yeah. They did a good job, but I kind of think I missed a couple of layups. Yeah, of he co- did. Of course, he highlighted you, the, the misrebound the and, and subsequent layup from THD. Um, but yeah, look, <laughs> Jokic took full responsibility. That's what he does. Uh, so no, no excuses from you tonight. The best. On Dozier, I couldn't believe it. I had a good angle. It didn't look like something. Uh, I said before that the team that stays most healthy during their regular season and playoffs is probably going to win it all. That is certainly <laughs> definitely what has a, not been the what a, bummer, what a bummer thing to say to us. I guess the Phoenix Suns are going to win the championships is wild. Oh, my wow. God. Uh, but some more. But hey, they some. some Sure. War of attrition. Some hope instilling quotes here to finish it up. The luck or something is not on our side, but we've got to fight. It's not going to be easy, but why not? Who said this? Nikola Jokic, baby. Why not? Why not? I mean, this is, look, it's just the most frustrating. (laughs) Like, the the lose to the Lakers, little brother thing, it's brutal. But, you know, this this is a win thing. You just got to back it up to the big picture here. Nuggets have won a lot of these games. They put themselves in position to to maybe be a threat to someone in the first round. By the way, Jokic was asked about playing the Lakers in the first round in in classic Jokic fashion. He said, "I just don't think it's that big of a deal. If you want to win it all, you got to go through the best teams. So if it happens, yeah. it happens." Yeah, right. that's it, fellas. That's it. I will say the quotes don't sound great on paper. Malone seemed fine. Jokic seemed unbothered. Yeah. I'm ready to get back I to think work that's and, the right and rectify it. Yep. Well, I'll tell you, I'm talking to George Carl tomorrow, guys. Keeping it 1,000. Going to be out by mid-afternoon tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, no, that's not true. We're live tomorrow at 1 o'clock. So oh. everybody watch. I should have said this. Damn it, I always forget to tell these. Well, tomorrow, night, tomorrow, 1 o'clock, we're going to be live with George Carl right here on this feed. So um, you might want to send in some questions. We'll have a really good time talking to him. But one of the things that he's told me that I, that always sticks with me is he says, it never feels as good or as bad when you're an actual part of the team as it does to the fan. Like if you're watching on the outside, everything feels oh, yeah. more extreme, and and that's why I think like we're all like, oh. it's it's the number one thing when you get to go in the locker room covering a team, in my opinion, that you're able to glean. Like, yeah. so you walk in, you go off from your Twitter feed, and you walk in and you just see a bunch of professionals that are ready to turn the page. Especially yeah. when you used to talk to Gary Harris. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's win t- by thirty, lose by thirty. Yeah. yeah. Jeremy Grant. Same <laughs> but when, way. You, when you are in actual control, right, of what's happening, it, it, you're like, I can do better. But here we're just like, oh, please. Like all we could do is just sit back, watch, and pray. And yeah, I this is it's not against my wife, but when she's driving Careful. down Eisenhower oh, down, down the pass, oh. I feel like we're gonna crash all the time. <laughs> yeah. Then when I'm driving, I'm like, yeah, it's a yeah, I got control like, I, and I, I can mean, feel it. Like, but I'm sitting in the passenger she's going 80 miles per hour and I'm just like are you sure you're in control it's, 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 it's so how it feels right it's exactly how it feels we're just in the back seat we're just hoping they're driving us the right way but you know what Jokic never crashes does not crash he always delivers mm-hmm. us safely to our destination 
a little bit further each time. Hopefully tonight continues. It may have hit a curb on that Wait, rebound tonight. We didn't take king of the game. It was Jokic. There it is, Jokic. Uh, there's there's Jokic. King of uh, the game. I, I do have one thing I want to say. Uh, and this is no knock on some of the people that I love in national media, but there, have you noticed a trend? This was especially true of Richard Jefferson the other night. There's only like three things people know what to say about Jokic. God One, the MVP conversation, is it him? He's played the most games. That's <laughs> the only reason. I do, oh, I know. It's like, that's the... <laughs> <laughs> that is my favorite thing when it gets whittled down to like that's why he's like, no. been dominant. They're James Harden's been great, but look, you yeah. know, Jokic just has played a lot. Yeah, they're not saying he's the MVP because he's played every game. They're saying if you're looking for a way yeah. to find a difference between them, yeah. you could look at the fact that Jokic yeah. has played 20 more games. The, so that's more re- room for Embiid to fail. The other thing they say is that he's a great passer, one of the best bigs and the uh, passers yeah. of all time. And then the other thing they say is, you know, he used to be fat. Yeah. <laughs> like the three stories know. people know how Did to tell. Did you know he used to drink a liter of Coke? He used to drink a little Coke. A liter of Coke. Uh-huh. Coke. He was I really found that out uh, today. Actually. Man, whatever, dude. I love it. It's more for us. And he's at this point. The real question is: Is he going to be the unanimous MVP or not? Probably not, because when horse is sour, does he have a vote? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Hope not. Um, but yeah, like that's the only question that really matters. Screw it. Screw it. I, I feed off this. Yeah, let's this go. This is ours. This is ours. Let's go. Small market vote is here, baby. That's right. Oh. Is here. Big market <laughs> vote is gone. That famous <laughs> small market vote. He's been busted down to our level. Dude. How's it feel down here? I got uh, it's even sticky. <laughs> I'm not gonna look. Sometimes they play the Lakers. It doesn't feel great. <laughs> no, it never feels great. Come on. Uh, all right, guys. Everybody that hung with us this late on a Monday night, we appreciate you. Don't forget to hit that like button on the way out. Don't forget, guys. Tomorrow, George Carl live one o'clock. Probably should get a graphic out about that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. Came together kind of late. Uh, Everybody, we'll see you tomorrow. Adios. Let's go. Before we get out of here, guys, if you're thinking about going back to school, maybe you've just got a few credits to finish up, or maybe you never went to college, got to recommend that you check out MSU Denver online. A lot of us here at DNVR and DNVR members specifically have taken classes at MSU Denver online. It's been a great experience for everyone. Teachers are awesome. The courses are super engaging. They keep you interested. It's not one of those boring lecture college classes where you doze off to sleep or you're just chilling on your laptop. These are classes that give you information, that give you knowledge that you can use outside of the classroom. So check out their entire course list, msudenver.edu backslash online.